Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unsolicited with Sam and Jordan. I am Sam. This is Jordan, and it is the first episode of Unsolicited in 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Jordan. Happy New Year, Sam. How was your holiday? I haven't seen you since before Christmas. I know. I know. Obviously, we've been talking over text, but I've been good. Holidays were good. New Year was good, you know? Just we took our break last week, so obviously it feels like an eternity since we've done an episode. Um, but yeah, it was great. How was yours? It was good. Yeah, I feel like I still am like I, I was telling you earlier, I feel like I'm still catching up from Christmas and the New Year's because so much time and effort goes into that. Um, and then just like getting right back into work and everything, and then having a bunch coming up. It's just been it's been a lot, but you know, I love the holidays and I've been meaning to ask you, That's you were a little nervous leading up to Christmas. You weren't feeling as much in the Christmas spirit. How did you actually feel on Christmas Eve, Christmas day? Where did you become Cindy Lou Who? Um, I would say I definitely felt like the warmth of the day. Oh, but it was an NFL Sunday that technically I was scheduled to work. So <laughs> I didn't have to do like my full slate of work that I normally do. But I did have to like sit down, watch Red Zone, find some things to post, like so on and so forth. So it felt weird in that respect. But like opening presents and stuff felt really fun and food felt really fun. And like this was the first Christmas, I think. There was no tragedy in my life. That's good. Well, yeah, for like the past like four years, it's just been like nonstop. Like something always happens on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, like astronomically bad. So like everything went smoothly and which is fantastic. And then Christmas Day, Christmas Day was weird for me. It was my first time not living in my house. Um, Normally I wake up Christmas Day, we open presents, like a whole shebang, but this time I was in my house with Michael and we have an apartment downstairs that his mother and his sister live in. And we walked downstairs and his mom had made waffles and we opened presents. And like we had like a very like homey type of Christmas day. And that was really nice. That sounds lovely. I wasn't ready to pull the plug yet. I went home and slept in my bed at my mother's house. Very fair. On Christmas, I couldn't do it. I have a little Christmas tree here. Me and Brian, we broke in the tree on Saturday. Um, mm -hmm. I think, or whatever day Christmas Eve Eve was, we yeah. like sat under my tree and we each gave each other one little gift. Um, Aww. just to like say that we did some Christmas at my place, but you know, I wasn't ready to rip the bandaid off. Me and Spencer were literally in matching Christmas pajamas, watching the Polar Express like children. <sighs> I love that. We did spend, uh, like, our – so Michael's half-Jewish, so we did have one night of Hanukkah that we celebrated, and our Hanukkah gift was Christmas pajamas. <laughs> so we all – That's woke iconic. Up, right? I was, like, such a sleigh. Um, but so me and his mom, his sister, and him all had matching pajamas for Christmas morning. So That's yeah, I love so the matching Christmas thing. I love and it. And we have to say, unconsciously bought our significant others the same Christmas gift. 
we can finally talk about it in we case either finally- of them were to watch. How did it go over? Is he upset? Have you lost him? Because I lost mine. Oh, yeah. also disclaimer, it was a PS5. Yes. Jordan and I both got our man in our life PS5s. Um, so actually right now, Michael's having an issue with his because there's like something with the discs. It's like not reading the discs. So now I have to call Best Buy and be like, what happened? Because... Yes this piece of hardware should not be malfunctioning after a few days. Yes. Um given the price. So, but yeah, he I got him the the one with like that bundled with Spider-Man 2 and I heard it was a good game, so I was like, "Go play." <laughs> and I keep uh, the first day he set it up, I think he played for 8 hours straight. Which I could imagine Brian was similar. Yeah, no, and I literally just, like, we were spending, like, every night together, and then all of a sudden he was just busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was like, I know you're home on your PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, no, he he loves playing Spider-Man, and then my brother got him a game as part of his Christmas gift to him, and then he went on, on I think he went on Target, like, the app, the Christmas Day, and bought five games. Like... Oh. He was, and the thing was too, he didn't notice it until like two days before Christmas. Like he didn't notice it under the tree until he like looked at it and then his foot kicked it. And so he like felt the weight of it and he was like, I accidentally kicked it and I figured out what it was. And I was like, so you would have been surprised if you didn't kick the stupid package? Yeah. Kicked? Are you serious? And it was the last present he opened because his mom was like, you should open that last. And then he was like, that kind of solidified to me that he figured out what it was. Yeah. Did Brian, was Brian surprised? No, I full on thought he knew like the entire time. Like I didn't think it was a surprise at all. Like I, I was like, Oh, I'm just buying it because like we made so many jokes about it, but for him, he was like, I wasn't being serious. Like I didn't think he would actually get it. And for me, it was like, I'm a hundred percent getting it. Like, so, and I set it up because I thought the second he saw the box, it would, the same thing, it would give it right away once he saw the shape, but he like really didn't. And so I printed out the tweet that we sent each other. I can't remember if you sent it to me or if I sent it to you. I think you sent it to me. Also, me and Sam have this like obsession with Antonio Brown tweets and how wild. we used to send in them to each other out of concern. And now we're just like, he's low key spitting facts sometimes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, they're so entertaining. So I think I sent Sam this tweet, and it was literally Antonio Brown saying, like, um, I told my B, she better, uh, we curse on here all the time. I've always said fuck on here. I told that, I told my bitch, if she doesn't get me a PS5 for Christmas, I'm going to be playing with my Xbox, you dig. Yeah. And me and Sam were laughing, and that's when we realized we each got our significant others, or PlayStations. Yeah. So then I kept that and I was like, I need to like throw off the fact that this is a PlayStation. So I printed that out as like a picture, taped it to a box and had him open that first. And he was like, and then he opened it and read the tweet and he was just like, and then I gave him the other one and he was like, no way. Like he had literally no idea. That's so, that's what I was wishing was going to happen with me. But oh my god! So he was probably he the second he read the tweet. He knew what it was. Yeah, he knew. Like he put it together instantly. That's so funny. Yeah, I but no, that. and he was. And now, but the excuse is, well, you bought it for me. How can I not play on it? 
Yeah, I uh, Michael been telling he's been telling me that the way he's been not playing on it like during the day is like he's like been like downloading stuff onto it which I don't know if that has something to do with the fact that it's not working correctly right now <laughs> but like downloading games apparently takes hours okay. so yeah, I don't know these things but apparently so he's been like plugging apparently. the games in so that they're downloading while he's working so that it's not like he feels tempted to start playing oh. he's like, once I start playing I'm not gonna stop and I'm like no, honestly, so I, I was never like a playoff playoffs. <laughs> so close. So close. This is another Danny DeVito. <laughs> playoffs. A playoffs. Ooh. I'm I'm gonna trademark it. Um, I was never a PlayStation or an Xbox person. Like I wasn't like a game person, but Sims. <laughs> took over my world i would play sick for three days just to stay home and finish my family i ne was never into sims i never nope. i never got into it i don't know why because like all my friends love sims do it now it's not too late i still play i i have too much to do no no <laughs> you need it i just started reading again jordan i need to i need to like gorgeous segue gorgeous segue to our book Sam. talk segment yeah we're gonna have a book talk segment oh my god what if it's like book talk <gasps> instead of book oh we can spell it because we're from staten island and new, Jer new jersey t-a-w-k oh, oh 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 i got you i got book you talk. book talk oh my god book nobody talk. steal this nobody steal this this is ours <laughs> This is ours. Book talk. Book talk. <laughs> All right. Here on book talk. Here on book talk. Jordan has her stack of books. I don't have my stack of books, but share share with what you've gotten here. Okay. Thank you. So I got three books for Christmas. Two of them I don't know a single thing about. Honestly, all of them I don't know a single thing about. I got Yellow Face. Heard great things. Very excited. I got The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Um, my one mom's friend was like angry that I haven't read this yet. So I'm excited about that one. Nice. Um, and then I got Hello Beautiful, which I've never seen. Sam said she's seen it. I've just like seen that that specific cover before. So that's and the only reason. I don't know anything about it though. But it's an Oprah's book club. So it has to be beautiful. Yeah. And I got, I've already read one of the books I got for Christmas. I read um, Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. Flew through it. Flew through it. It was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody's interested, it's incredibly um, dirty, I guess, is the best way to put it. It's There's a lot of sex in it. I didn't know that going into it. It was kind of jarring, the first uh, description of everything. I'm not going to lie. But I was like... Okay. And then all of a sudden I was finished with the book. Um, so Sam thought, prior to the show explained it to me. She was like, but it's a quick read because there's really no thinking. Oh, there's <laughs> zero thinking. And that's exactly what I needed to get back into the reading world. Um, so I read that already. That's done. I'm in the midst of Jordan is very excited about and apparently knew that I was getting these books for Christmas because Kat, my friend who got them for me, conversed with Jordan about it um court of thorns and roses and what's the second one a court of mist and fury 
Mist and Fury, Court of Mist and Fury. So I got those two books. I'm currently reading the first one right now. I'm about 75, 80 pages in. Really liking it so far. Um, I want to go read it right now. Cancel the show. <laughs> cancel the show. <laughs> um, and then I got these two books from the same author, Lisa Jewell. One is called I Found You and one is called None of This is True. Sam is Lisa Jewell's number one fan. Apparently. <laughs> Didn't even know. But her books sound very much up my alley. So... And I'm going to start back onto the Percy Jackson series again. I'm on the book three, which I've also been watching the show that's been coming out on Disney Plus. So I'm like major Percy Jackson girl right now. I'm here for it. It's okay. I just went through my Hunger Games phase. Right. Yeah. Like I'm literally, and like the, the show is verbatim the book, like verbatim, like it, it, there's nothing that's been changed. And I'm like, as if so, like I just read it, so like I'm like, this is bizarre because the movie yeah. is terrible. So I'm excited for what's to come. Ooh. But yeah, lots of but books. No, I am so so grateful that you are reading a Court of Thorns and Roses. Um, I'm only no spoilers, anyone, because I'm still only halfway through the second book. No, I'm like 70% of the way through the second book. Um but I loved it so much and I'm loving this one so much. And the only reason it's taking me a long time is because it's the holidays. Yeah. And all I want to do is read my book. Well, once I'm finished with this one, we will have a full discussion about it. And then yes. so this the is, one. this is a spoiler alert now that we will be discussing a court of thorns and roses soon in, in depth, in depth. Spoilers, spoilers will be, will be popping. Will be spelled. <laughs> but yes. We got we got a lot of stuff to do this year and i think that that's a very good segue that was mic drop it's my lint roller but that might have been the best segue on the show we have a lot of books to read this year we have a lot of things to do this year let's talk new year's resolutions number one question do you do new year's resolutions because not oh, everybody does them oh i do that i become a new person every new year love that, love that. <laughs> Do you have one lined up? Are you are you ready to share with the world? Yeah. Oh, Sam, I have changed like my whole life in the last three days. Incredible. Um, and we'll see how long my thought process with New Year's resolutions is you just like pick 30 because then if even three of them stick, like you're like, oh, I did new things. Like I did something better for myself. I feel like if you have one you're like, and something like puts you off track, you don't stick with it and then you give up. But when you have so many, like <laughs> some have got to stick. So that's what I'm doing. Here's my list so far. Okay. I'm waking up like an hour and a half earlier every morning and going to the gym before work. Okay. Coming back and making myself breakfast and lunch for the day so I can take it to work. Okay. I've done this for three days. Again, we will see what sticks and what doesn't stick. Um, I'm not drinking Pepsi. Oh, oh boy. So I had, well, not not drinking Pepsi, but I had one yesterday and then I bought one can today and I didn't even finish it. Wow. So I was a little cranky at around like 3 p.m. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. So that's my other big one. Water, um, making my bed every day, mm -hmm. um, journaling. I'm journaling now love that for you so i have become a new person but honestly like it's making me feel so much better like i feel like the tiktok girls have a point when they're like yeah i do all these things and i'm happy like, yeah 
and it's, a, <laughs> it's changing of your pace like you know like it's kind of weird but like you're doing so many good things so like how could you be sad exactly. even if you're tired exactly like everything that I do I'm like this will be worth it like I will appreciate it later on amazing we love that for you uh-oh somebody's coming in is someone coming in no I just like hear a rumbling and I don't know what it's coming from on a side note did you see that there was an earthquake in Queens no there was a 1.7 the rumbling is what made me think of it there was a 1.7 magnitude earthquake in queens on tuesday is everyone okay yeah i think it, I, I literally went into work and i was talking about it and one of my coworkers is from queens and he goes oh is that what that was and i was like did you feel it and he goes it felt like a huge like truck was driving by like you know like when you like like it kind of shakes your walls yeah like that's what it felt like and then it just disappeared and then i didn't think about it again and i was like huh yeah, I mean, so, 1.7 is low, so. Yeah. But still, I remember yeah. we had one back in like 2010 or something, 2012. Yes. I was, I was in the state of Maine when that happened, and it registered on like a 4.5 in Maine. And oh, the whole, yeah. I was visiting my grandmother, and the whole house shook. And I like got up, and I like walked in, and my grandma was like, was that you? And I was like, Emma. <laughs> The whole house just shook. What could I have possibly just done? Oh. Like, I, like, I thought you dropped something. And I was like, and it shook the painting? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, grandma. Come on. So unbothered. And you know what? I'm here for it. You did not care. Also, you may have to stop going there. Because I feel like bad things happen when you're there. In Maine? Yeah. I can't I can't not go though. My grandma's there. <laughs> I know, that's true. It's a weird place. You can't know. Do you get where I'm going? What? <laughs> <laughs> because think about what happened the last time you were there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Spoiler, we got laid off. <laughs> While Sam was visiting her grandmother in Maine. I was like, wait, what other? I blocked it out, apparently. Yeah. I was My like, trauma senses were like, nope. <laughs> Literally. No, it was just an earthquake and everyone it was, was just fine. Just an earthquake. Nothing ever bad happened. Yeah. No, I haven't been there since. I haven't had a chance to go visit my grand. I mean, I've seen my grandmother since, but like, not in Maine where she lives. So it'll be interesting the next time I go up there. I know. What other we'll tragedy see. may occur? <laughs> Who knows? Hopefully it doesn't. Hey, you broke the Christmas tragedy streak. We broke the Christmas tragedy streak. That's pretty good. We're going to break um, the main house streak. Going to Maine and visiting my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> and New Year's resolutions. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm not going. I, I feel like I need more. I only have two New Year's resolutions. What are yours? My first one is acting on the things I've said I'm going to do so like I've said that I'm gonna do so many things but I've never actually done them so I have decided I'm actually gonna do the things that I'm saying I'm gonna do good I feel like that's more than one resolution wrapped up into one though 
Yeah, that's there's a lot of things I could do. Exactly. Could do so like you have a bunch of like mini resolutions under this one overarching resolution. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I feel like I've already got some things in motion that I'm I'm working on. So <gasps> yes. I feel like it, I think I'm going to be able to complete it. And my second New Year's resolution, which may or may not possibly turn into a segment on this show, is that I want to learn how to sports bet. Oh because. my god. Because I've been seeing people just like put like 5 bucks down and then all of a sudden they have $200 in their pocket and I'm like, "Wait a second. I thought we were like I was not under like aware of how the odds. I like I knew how the odds work, but like not really, I guess." Yeah. Um no um, Sam, it's a dangerous amazing lifestyle. I love it so much. Um, that's why everyone jokes with me when football season's coming around and they say, oh, it's almost time for Jordan's, uh, part-time job. Um, and it's not working for NFL content. It is the betting. <laughs> I mean, like you always say that, like you get enough money to like pay for your car every month just from sports betting. And I'm like, why should I not just tail all of your bets? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like. Why am I not just tailing people's bets that I know no, are going to work? The only, everyone's like, how are you good at sports betting? And literally all I do, like, obviously part of it's luck because anything can happen. And I will say this season was a very, my toughest betting year yet. Cause really? it was just a wild fucking season. Mm. Um, yeah, this was definitely, and I'm still up, but definitely didn't pull as much as I have in the last few years. But I also like. I'm like working nine to five now. Like, I don't think I've also been putting as much thought into it as I normally do. That's fair. Um, but yeah, no, like there were some nights or some Sundays where like I lost all day mm -hmm. and I was like, this doesn't happen to me. See, but the, thing is, the reason why I decided to make this resolution is because my coworker put like five bucks down for the Pistons to win this past Thursday. So they were playing the Celtics and they were up and I was like, I, when I saw they were up, I was like, oh my God, she could win this money. And then all of a sudden I was sitting down watching an NBA game on yes. Thursday night while we were watching the most elite Joe Flacco performance of all time. I was sitting at the bar with the phone, my Michael's friend's phone posted up because he had NBA TV watching the Pistons while I was watching Thursday night football. And I was like, Oh my God, this is what, this is what degenerate gambling is. And I'm yes. not even placing the bet. No, it literally, that's the one thing though. Like, and I don't know if this is bad, but like, it literally <laughs> probably like, if you said that, yeah. <laughs> but like, if I'm ever just like bored and like, I can't find anything to watch, I will put on whatever game is national, especially NBA, pick a team throw some money on it. And then all of a sudden I'm entertained. Like if, whether I win or lose, like <laughs> it's incredibly entertaining when you yes, like, it just makes it so much better. And, and literally as I've like, every time somebody tells me their bets, I watch for them because I'm like, Oh, maybe they're going to win some money. And like, it, it, like I get more into it. And I guess that's why people obviously sports bet because it makes it more exciting. And like the only thing that's been holding me to, I mean, apart from watching football all the time, but, like, fantasy football is obviously something that I watch the games for. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't know. It's like, it's a different level because you can like sports betting. You can get so like particular. Like I remember I asked Brian, I was like, who do you have on this game? And he was like, I didn't pick a winner. I just like placed some side bets. And I was like, Oh, what do you have? And he was like, Oh, like a uh, Colts first, first quarter under 14 and a half. And, um, Gardner Minshew to have under 19 passes in the, what, like just so yeah. random specific. Like, yeah. I need Tyreek Hill to score a touchdown in the third quarter. And it's like, yeah. why? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I, and I work in sports and I literally edit the sports betting video every single week. And that's probably also why I've gotten into it too. Cause I'm yeah. like, like I'm looking at this bets and I'm like, Hmm, the giants do cover every week. Hmm. Maybe we should be betting on the giant. Like, you know, like I'm like, I don't know. It's crazy. Sam. <laughs> We need sports betting to become a part of the show. And then you know what else? I have a segment that we can put off of that segment. We can both start watching and betting on hockey at the same, just like picking games. And then we'll become hockey girls. And then all of a sudden we're hockey girls. Look at that. Insane. Insane. What a plan. And we'll, we'll show our journey. I love it. I love it. You, the, the, the queen needs to teach me. I need to le- I need to learn the sports betting ins and outs, and I know she can do that for me. I would love nothing more than to bring you into my degenerate world. <laughs> well, speaking of sports, speaking of NFL, we have not spoken about the NFL in quite some time, but my God, we are entering the last week of the regular season, which is bananas to begin with. I can't believe we're already here. We were just talking about week one, like, yesterday. But here we are. Regular season, coming to an end this weekend. And then we are in the playoffs. You are in a very interesting position right now with your... I'm in hell. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I've been saving the seat for you. It's nice and warm. Sounds like um, I knew it was coming eventually. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> Do you remember when we started podcasting and everything? We like both the Eagles and the Giants were like in the trenches. When we first started this podcast? No, no, no. Like oh. when... I was gonna say the, the Eagles had just all got to the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? The trenches. <laughs> like, but we lost it. No. <laughs> yes, when we like first started podcasting. And the Eagles were like a hot mess. Eagles were like a little like more functioning than the Giants, but like still like a hot mess. Yeah, yeah. Cause like there was like the Eagles were like kind of dominating that division at that point. That's when we were the NFC least. Yes. Like we all were just like bad, but the Eagles and Cowboys were just like not as bad but like not by much everybody was so bad there was the washington didn't have a name it was just a shit show i remember like someone was like is this the potential like we see someone in the playoffs with a losing record because the nfc east altogether was just that gross yeah yeah i mean i i'd like to think everybody's on the incline I but, do too. I feel like we've definitely gotten much better. We're not yeah. the NFC South now. Like they're they're a hot mess. My king, my pudgy prince Baker Mayfield is my the pudgy. king of that division. <laughs> he is. I call it. I called him that one time, and my dad thought it was the funniest thing. And oh, now, like that. he like that's his name. Like he like shows up onto the screen, and my dad's like, "Hey, look at your pudgy prince!" And I'm like, "That is my pudgy prince." <laughs> 
I think they're going to win the division. That's just my thought. But I don't know if I'm biased. To the Bucks? The, mm-hmm. Who else is still in it? The Saints. Yeah, I'd want the Bucks. Saints yeah, don't deserve really it. Bucks have been fun. Bucks are so fun. They low key are. I mean, they're very fun. Um, but if the Eagles have to play them, <laughs> they're dead I, to me. I was, I was just talking about this with uh, some of my coworkers. I was like, how incredible would it be to watch Baker Mayfield and the Bucks go up against this team that was just in the Super Bowl in the playoffs? I'm so sorry. But it would be good TV. It'd be entertaining as hell. For everyone else, absolutely. For me, I will be melting into my floor. I was even like, Jordan, obviously, we don't really talk to each other on NFL Sundays. It's more of a recap situation. Yeah. Like, because I think we're just both Unless so something major happens. Yeah, unless somebody dies, um, then yes. But like... Yeah. When the when first of all, I was like watching the Giants on TV red zone on my computer, and I was watching the Eagles playing the Cardinals, and that was first of all a very back and forth game that nobody was expecting. But the Giants were also giving the Rams like a game, and we both were like, Oh my god, like what's gonna happen? Both the Giants and the Eagles lost, and I was like, I don't think i'm gonna text jordan about this like i was like genuinely like this is a hard it's a hard loss i wouldn't know we beat the cardinals but it's fine (laughs) the cowboys lost to the cardinals i don't even know did the commanders beat the cardinals wait they did (laughs) wait no did they they did it was week one right they did 20 to 16 (laughs) so the cardinals couldn't beat the Giants and the Commanders, but they could beat the Cowboys and the Eagles. But also, the Giants lost in an atrocious manner with freaking Mason Crosby, who's like the most seasoned veteran kicker in all of the NFL, just shank a kick. And so, wasn't it like a thirty-yard field goal? Yeah. No, no, it was fifty-four. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know why like, I thought it was a close one. No, but it literally like here's the posts. Like it went like. Like, it didn't even make it through. It was just bad. It was just really bad. But, yeah. And um, now you, you know, guys have to play us. Yeah. In MetLife. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> if the Giants beat the Eagles this weekend. No unsolicited next week. <laughs> I think we'll be on a break. <laughs> The crazy thing is, is that last year, Jordan and I went to the Giants-Eagles game at MetLife, and I felt like I was in Philadelphia. Like, it was a horrible experience. No, it was so fun. I. <laughs> it was fun for Jordan. It was no, raining. It was so it was funny. Because I was walking, we were walking in, and I was like, oh my god, this is my first Eagles away game. Yeah. And Sam was like, look around. Like, everyone yeah. was in an Eagles Are room. you at an away game? And then we were walking into the stadium and you just hear fly. And Sam looks at me and she's like, what have you done? Yeah, I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) And it was just a bad game too. But yeah, Giants, Giants, Eagles this weekend, not on Christmas, which was a journey in and of itself. It was. My poor grandma. (sighs) Yeah. 
my poor family. I was making I Michael sit down and watch this game, and then I'd like run upstairs to like make mashed potatoes or something, and I'm like, what's happening? And, and then Tommy DeVito got benched mere hours after my brother got me a Tommy Cutlets t-shirt. So like, I, was, I was like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I was so excited that the front has like the little NY like, right here. And it's like an Italian flag. And I was like, oh my God, this is fire. And he got me like over, like it's an XL t-shirt too. So I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I'm going to love this. I'm going to cut it up, make it cute. Have a Tommy DeVito jersey. No. No. SOS. SOS. Well, right. maybe, maybe he'll go in in the second half of this game. Yeah, odds are probably because Tyrod Taylor can't stay healthy to begin with. So Yeah. Yeah, no, but that was quite the journey. Um, Let's see what interesting matchups are going to Oh, well, the Bills-Dolphins is, like, the most exciting game of the weekend. Yeah, wait. There's a scenario that the Bills still don't make the playoffs. They could either get the number two seed or not make the playoffs. <laughs> it's like bananas. So, like, they could win the division, get the number two seed in the AFC with a win over the Dolphins. Or if they lose to the Dolphins and, like, something else has to happen. and then I know it it's like they... the Steelers have to win. I'm pretty sure the Jags have happen. to lose. They're Lamar. Yeah, no, that game means nothing to them. So, like, Steelers easily could win. Even All if right. they lose, will Mike Tomlin solve a, losing, a winning record? Are they 9-7? The... Yes, they are. Because yes! they won last week. The only, like, one of my biggest pride like what? Oh, I just love that Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season, and yeah, I root they, for it every year. If they win, they clinch the AFC East and the two seed. If they tie, they get a playoff spot. And if they tie, and the Steelers lose, Jaguars lose, and the Colts and Texans tie. <laughs> this is so, I hate these stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> be eliminated. On the flip side, Bills would be eliminated with a loss. Plus wins by the Jaguars and the Steelers. That's as it? Long, as long as the Colts-Texans game doesn't end in a tie. Holy shit. So if the Jags win, Wait, which do the you Jaguars remember when? Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I was just going to see who the Jaguars were playing. Were you Wait, yeah. Do you remember that one year where the Steelers like literally needed like 18 things to like recently in the last like three years? And they all happened. And they all happened. And the Steelers got in and they found out like I'm pretty sure while they were still or no, all these things happened and they were still playing and they had to win or something crazy. Like, yes, like, I think I believe so. I can't remember. What, I remember that moment where I was like, holy like it was one of those scenarios that you just read out with like 18 things had to happen. I was like, holy shit, like they're yeah. all fucking happening. Well, the Jaguars are playing the Titans, which honestly could go either way because yeah. it's a divisional game. And Will the Levis Steelers is hurt. That's right. Is Ryan Tannehill playing? I would think. I don't even know what's going on with the Titans. Um and the Steelers are playing the Lamar less Ravens. Yeah. Both of those things could, all of these things could happen. And then we just don't see the Bills in the playoffs. Imagine, imagine. Bills lose. My pants. <laughs> Straight up. I'd be like, no. <laughs> 
Ima- wait, imagine Bills lose, Steelers win, Jags win, and then all of a sudden we're watching um, Texans, whatever, Colts, Colts like, a, and they like are in overtime. Imagine what the Bills would be doing. Pooping their pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody's just, it's week 18. Like, the fact, like, it is the witching hour of the season. So, like, stop. I'm going to miss God Hansen so much. I know. We only get him for one more day. It's so sad. But on until next year, what are we, we have to freeze Scott Hansen? He he can't age or ever leave. I know, I know. And you want to know what I found out? You know how there's like that debate where like he wears a diaper and like mm-hmm. doesn't go to the bathroom. He doesn't. From what I understand, he doesn't wear a diaper, but he does not go to the bathroom. No, I saw a behind the scenes video of this. He yes, Steve Smith. Yeah, I don't know. Was I'm pretty it like- sure it was like Scott Hansen, like walking through Red oh. Zone. And well, I'm pretty sure he pees into a water bottle. What? Or like a bucket of some sort. No. <laughs> Is that no wild? Way. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they would make that man pee into a water bottle. There's saying no it, way. Saying it out loud, it's pretty absurd. Well, the whole jo- the joke is that my mom thinks he just doesn't wear pants. Like, you never see the bottom half of him. So, like, anything could be going on down below. But, no, apparently he has a very, like, salty, large breakfast. So, it forces him to not have to use the bathroom. (laughs) What are you looking at? Oh, yeah. He said, I could take a bathroom break if I absolutely had to have an emergency. (laughs) But I've trained myself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he just doesn't go he to the cuts bathroom. Up all liquids. No, so he does not pee into a water bottle. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Jordan, you're just spreading rumors about Scott Hansen. Like, I like was, I'm pretty sure I've told people that too. <laughs> <laughs> like, recently. Like, I'm pretty sure I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Scott Hansen. <laughs> so confidently, too. People yeah, definitely I'm like, I you. watched. Where did I dream this video? Like, I feel like I remember watching it. There's a video. So Steve Smith Sr. goes around and learn like he like. There's like a video series of him learning jobs within the NFL. Got it. So like he talks to like the food preppers and like the guys who like hold the kicking balls and like all this stuff. And apparently there's one where he talks to Scott Hansen about Red Zone. And red zone and red zone. I was calling Scott Hansen Red Zone. That's his name now. Uh, Mr. Red Zone says that he does has a very salty breakfast, so that it like any liquid in his body gets absorbed into the salt, and then he doesn't have to pee. That's actually wild. For seven hours. It's a long time. That's a very long time. Every week. How does he not get? Like a UTI. You know, maybe he's, like, immune to them now. Maybe he's trained his body to, like, never get a UTI. Maybe he just drinks a lot of cranberry juice. Maybe. Maybe he chugs cranberry juice, like, the night before and then, like, pees it out and then eats and then doesn't pee until 7.30 p.m. He's got this down to a science. I mean, sounds like it. He's been doing this for, like, since 2000 and what, nine? Yeah. 2010. 
like there will never be another scott hansen there literally won't there literally won't but i feel like we are digressing Let's just spend the last 20 minutes talking about Scott Hansen. Scott Hansen and him peeing into a water bottle. Um, <laughs> or bucket. No, this I this actually segues into more NFL talk because this involves an NFL player. Okay. Um, I was obsessed with this uh, all over TikTok. But Simone Biles and Simone Biles' husband, the conversation that was had, for those that don't know, Simone Biles is married to a man named, not Simone Biles' husband, his name is Jonathan Owens, which I actually knew from when they got I married. I was, like, I was like, oh my god, that guy's on the Packers. So she gets married to this guy, and apparently they met on Raya, which is like the celebrity Tinder, mm-hmm. and um, he was doing a podcast with like Ryan Clark and like some other people. And basically said that he was the catch. He didn't know who Simone Biles was. He She chased him. All this stuff. And, like, everybody was perplexed at the fact that he didn't know who the most decorated Olympic gymnast in the world is. So. And now he's fucking married to her. And now he's married to her. And, like, she's she's come out and, and done a lot of defending um she even like posted on tin- uh, twitter like she was like oh like are you guys done yet and like stuff like that so like she's probably just annoyed at everybody talking about her husband which i get but like also girl like she deserves the respect that she deserves did she... i just say she deserves the respect that she deserves she deserves the respect <laughs> that she deserves put it on a t-shirt i thought i ate with that <laughs> one of these days we're gonna make merch and there's just gonna be random sayings on all of them just like random things that jordan has said it's gonna be fantastic that has to be one she deserves the respect she deserves but it's true she she is literally one of the most impressive athletes of our generation like if somebody said to me, who is the greatest athlete you've ever watched in your lifetime? I would say Simone Biles. With a Tom Brady as a, as a tight runner-up. But, like, she's incredible. She's unbelievable. I love g- gymnastics. is my favorite Summer Olympic sport. So, like, it's the thing Thanks. I focus on the most. It's the most entertaining thing you could watch. And, like, the floor routines, the beams, the bars, like... It's incredible. But like, I just could not get over the fact that this man was like, no, I'm the catch. I am like this random player on the Packers who nobody would know if I wasn't married to Simone Biles. Literally. And I saw, I watched every single video of the girls being like, do you know who Simone Biles is married to? And they're like, I didn't even know she was married. Like, yeah, yeah. And every, and like, that's part of the reason why for our visual listeners here i have this written this way is because people call him simone biles's husband that's the i did not know his name until you just said it i literally like nobody's walking around calling simone biles jonathan owen's wife like no one doesn't that's not gonna happen She's Simone freaking Biles. She's Simone Biles. So I just wanted to bring that up because it was just, it, it infuriated me 
And just like, yeah, maybe she did chase him. Maybe she was like, oh my God, like this is the guy. And maybe like, but even if she did, you can't run around saying that you don't know who she is. Literally. And then he was like, the only way that he validated it was that she had a lot of followers. That was his validation. He was like, I checked her out on Instagram and she had like millions of followers. So I was like, oh, she must be good. And I was like, I'm sorry, does this man live under a rock? Apparently. And also, like, even, say this wasn't Simone Biles. Say this was just, like, me. If my (laughs) husband was saying, like, oh, like, yeah, she chased me, I'm the catch, like, no matter who you are, it's disrespectful. Like, if your girlfriend chased you, be like, oh, yeah, like, she was chasing me, like, I was excited. Like, it just shows, like, toxic masculinity, um, and it screams insecurity. Yeah. It's like, be excited that your partner is incredibly successful. Yes. Like, and one of you. Like, you don't have an Olympic gold medal. You don't even have a Super Bowl. You don't even have a playoff win. Sir, relax. Like, it just, it, it's, it's just crazy. It's like, and like, you can admit that you knew who she was. Maybe she didn't know who he was. You know, maybe she just was like, oh, this guy's cute. Oh, he plays football. Okay, word. Like, yeah. which is like, slay. Love that for her, if that was the case. Like, she was there. Yeah. When he was saying all this, she was sitting right next to him. And like, you could see Ryan Clark just like, dude, you're placing yourself in the doghouse. Like, yeah. stop. And he just kept going. And it, I can't. I no, can't even. Insane. It was ridiculous. But yeah, I just had to bring that up because I know it was like kind of a little bit ago. It's like a week and a half. It's like the the story is dead. This, by this is time. our ca- no. This is our catch up, and we're re bringing it back up to get everyone fired back up again. So we yes, can hear it some more. Talk about it some more. Talk but about it. The one thing that we talked about, I believe it was on the last episode before Christmas, was the anyone but you situation with sydney sweeney we were bamboozled we were bamboozled yeah we were so bamboozled sydney sweeney is a professional actor and she showed it that girl utilized every rumor any headline anything to promote her movie as she should Yeah, you know what? I'm here for it. And I think maybe she probably just wanted, because like everyone obviously knows her mainly for Euphoria. And I feel like every she probably wanted like a different like to show, hey, I can be a real actress other than Cassie. Yeah. She did that. She did that. Um, And I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet, but I did hear that I saw some people saying it's the best rom com since um ten uh how to lose a guy in ten days. Really? Yeah. I mean, it looks good. Like, even if there wasn't all this, like, hype around it, if I saw a trailer for it, I'd be like, oh, that looks so cute. I'd watch that. Yeah. My thing is I'd probably wait till it came out on... Yeah. Like, movies like that don't normally get me in the theaters, but, like, now I want to go see it. (laughs) I know. I know. And, like, but, like... No, I still... I still can't believe that it was all fake. And the reason why this came out is because Glenn Powell was Mm -hmm. the one to say, like, I give Sydney so much props for putting up this front because I 
could not do it. And if you like kind of see their interactions, like you can tell he really was just kind of being like regular. Yeah. I I thought that the whole time. That's why I was like, maybe this isn't real. Yeah. And like, it was her that was like giving him the eyes and like touching him and like doing all the stuff. But apparently his breakup was very raw and like still very new. So he like, couldn't just like jump into that. Maybe she spoke to her fiance before that, which was like a big thing that we talked about last time, which was like, how would you feel if you were Sydney Sweeney's fiance right now? Yeah. Maybe she was like, I'm going to be doing this. Don't freak out. Like that takes a strong man. You know, there are two men in the universe. It's Sydney Sweeney's fiance and Simone Biles' husband. One of which I know the name of because of everything that happened. I don't know Sydney Sweeney's fiance's name. I don't either. But those that's the spectrum. Yeah. That's the spectrum. That is the spectrum. Being comfortable like enough with your person who's going to be your wife to publicly flirt with her co-worker, co-star, to promote her movie, that's a slay. That is. We are team Sydney Sweeney's fiance. I pledge if, my allegiance. I pledge my allegiance. <laughs> but yeah, we also just had to follow up with that because I think we even said we were like, we'll see what happens. And it's like, no, we literally, and at that point, I think like I was pretty convinced at all the things coming out. I was like, okay, like they have to be doing it. Yes. I'm pretty sure I texted you like the second I saw it. Like I took the screenshot of whatever chicks in the office or somebody posted it. Where we always like, get our breaking news. They, I trust everything they say. For real. But we're almost done here. Almost done to wrap up our first episode of 2024. <laughs> but this, okay, I kind of know about this. I kind of don't know about this. Okay. I'm interested to see if do you know more about the whole um gypsy rose situation i feel like i know a decent chunk i haven't watched the documentary yet so i don't know the full backstory but do you even know like why she was in jail like do you know yes i i understand that she killed her mother or Mm -hmm. was an accomplice to her mother's murder yeah she had her boyfriend kill her mother yes and i knew i i have been what so I know a lot of it because I've been watching clips of the act on TikTok, but I've never watched the act. Well, I mean, that literally tells the whole story. But Mm -hmm. so her mom had Munchauser's syndrome, and -hmm. I'm pretty sure her and the husband were divorced. Mm -hmm. Um, So but and she kept making Gypsy sick like her whole life. And she kept telling her like, you're only going to have a life expectancy of seven. And then she would like turn six and they were like, oh, they upped it to 15. Like she kept telling her her whole life that she was going to die. And she was like terminally ill and she was putting things in her body, like making her like full on abusing her, taking her to doctor after doctor, like literally just telling her child that she's going to die and like making her sick enough that like she could have. And I somehow, this is the in between that I don't know. I don't know how Gypsy found out. But somehow, eventually, she put it together and realized it and then had her boyfriend kill her mom. That's pretty bonkers. Right? That's pretty crazy. I've obviously, like I said, never watched it, but learned a lot about this because she got released from prison. Yes. For 
the murder of her mother where she's married to some guy that they were like pen pals like prison pen pals or something and she for the she said she bought all of taylor swift's album with her commissary money which mm-hmm. is such a sleigh yeah we love that and she said this is all things i just read um she came out and she wanted to go to the chiefs game this past sunday in hopes to meet taylor swift and then they asked her to leave the state yep and i don't understand what the situation was there i don't know if it's because she's a convicted criminal it could be i i didn't understand that either i don't know but i was like this is insane and like she's just been Did like you see what she put out today no oh my god what did she post i need to she was like defending her husband oh why were people saying something about her husband let me pull it up Sam. oh my god see this is what i needed i needed to talk to somebody about this so i could get this information so i guess people were yeah like hating on him and she comments on his post Ryan, don't listen to the haters. I love you and you love me. We do not owe anyone anything. Our family is who matters. If you get likes and good comments, great. If you get hate, then whatever, because they don't matter. I love you. Besides, they jealous because you are rocking my world every night. Yeah, I said it. The D is fire. <laughs> happy life. Happy life. How old is she? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Gypsy Rose. I think like 30. She's 32. Yeah. After being sentenced to 10 years, she qualified for an early release. Oh my goodness. Wow. I wonder if she's like spoken to Joey King, who played her. I know. I don't know. Like, That's gotta be crazy. I like I never understand how these people will play like one thing to like play like serial killers and like reenact that type of stuff but to do it for people who are still alive and will like possibly see the things that you created it's like it's crazy I know um I'm interested though we're gonna follow back up on this topic because I want to do I want to watch the documentary series I want to read more because in my mind, now again, preface, I'm saying this by knowing the basics. I don't know like actual details. I don't know why she even had to serve because like her mom was literally holding her captive and like killing her. I I don't know. It it, it all has to come down to a jury, <laughs> I guess. So I Crazy. guess it's like, because she did do it. Like it wasn't a matter of, guilt or innocence yeah it was more a matter of how long would she have to serve for the actions that she did right yeah but i did see that her then boyfriend is in jail for like forever yeah like he's never gonna get out on parole or anything because he was the one who like actually killed her and it was first degree (laughs) yeah planned you know, I I don't know what, you know, who, who's to say what the situation was here, there, the other thing. But, like, this woman seemed out of her mind. I'm not saying she deserved to die, but, like, that's a crazy thing to, like, keep your child sick. 
the it's so scary because like Munchausers is like real. Like yeah, I I can't imagine what exactly is. It's like this like thing in your brain where like you want to like keep your child for forever and like you make them sick so they never leave you kind of thing. Munchausen syndrome is a psychological condition where someone pretends to be ill or deliberately produces symptoms of illness in themselves. Their main intention is to assume the sick role so that people care for them and they are the center of attention. It's Munchausen's by proxy. So she was pushing it on to her daughter. Yes. That's crazy. And I feel like there was, I watched House like two, was that last year? I don't even know. But Michael and I watched House and there was somebody who had uh, Munchausers. Munchausers. I was like, am I going to say that wrong? No, Um, I don't even know if I'm saying it 100% right. No, I think it's right. I think it's right. But anyway, it was like somebody had that and they would just keep showing up to the hospital and like and then there's also people who are like hypochondriacs, which is something completely different but like very similar in the fact that you think you're sick all the time but you're not but you're not looking for it for attention. It's it's the human brain is a crazy place. Right? And like it can get anyone at any time. Can you just develop it? Or you This I don't know, but like your brain can just do crazy things at any time is more. But I don't know. I I hope you can't. I don't know. <laughs> we are not doctors. Nobody listen to anything. <laughs> we are just Literally just two girls shooting the shit because we haven't seen each other or spoken to each other in the last I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. I'm just a 27-year-old teenage girl trying to get by. Yeah, we like Olivia Rodrigo. We love Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, I got both of her albums on vinyl for Christmas. No way. Yes, I'm very excited. And I'm going to be setting up my little table. I got like a table for my record player. It's gonna be a fun time. I got a table and a record player. You did. I did. What? Look at that. I did. I opened it up, and Michael looked at me, and he went. My brain goes ah. (laughs) That was his reaction to me opening it up, and my whole family was like, "Huh?" (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "He's singing." And I was like, "Michael loves Olivia Rodrigo." And then my mom was like, Michael, who's your favorite artist? And he was like, Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> I love that. No, my sister's boyfriend is literally coming to the concert with us. I love that. He's obsessed. On a, before we end, I have to say, I am completely and utterly obsessed with Sabrina Carpenter now. Like. Obsessed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did I don't you know if you can New tell. Year's yes. I literally saved the video on my TikTok so that I could watch it whenever I want. Save all the, the claw clip. I was like, girl. So just like. She was trying to kill me. No, she looked so. And I don't know if like people could tell, but like I've been trying to like base my makeup off of mm. her makeup. So I like been going with like a very glowy and like my blush is kind of like worn off, but like very like blushy, glowy kind of vibes because her makeup is incredible. No, she is literally in. She's. Polly Pocket. She is absolutely incredible. No, you know who she is? She's Chloe, the brat. <gasps> she is. She is Chloe, the brat. Like, people, like, with the big shoes and the makeup and the way she's, like, winging her. Oh, insane. No, anyway, I'm I just had to throw that out there. I'm- with her and I listened to, like, her, the 
emails I can't send or whatever. Did like, you did you hear her holiday EP? Yes. Oh, that's all I listened to all the it month of December. Eight. No, I, me and Spencer had it on repeat. So I was literally running around and I was like, if you don't want to buy me presents, drink me like a warm and glass of Cindy, milk. Cindy Lou Who? Uh, some of them were heart-wrenching. They really were. Oh, she slayed. She slayed. She will slay. She'll 2024 is the year of Sabrina Carpenter. Anyway. Please. Take it away. Oh, I have to do an outro. It's been a minute. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I feel like we're doing sound of music, like when they sang to their father to go to bed at night. You know? No? Okay. Um, <laughs> if you liked this episode, make sure to give us a thumbs up here on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. If you want to follow us on all of our other socials, you can find us at the unsolicited underscore podcast for TikTok, Instagram, and threads. And then you can find us on Twitter at Statement Jordan. And you can also find us on all podcasting platforms wherever you audio listeners listen. Bye. Bing, bang, boom. And, I and slam the door. I <laughs> hit ignore. <laughs> and if we reach 300 YouTube subscribers soon enough, we will be doing another live show. And we had so fun. much fun on the last one. So much fun. So make sure to subscribe. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. And we'll see about next week if the Giants beat the Eagles. Yeah, there should be a show. Um, Hopefully. I'm <laughs> literally begging stay tuned stay tuned <laughs> bye bye <laughs>